0: And I don't know what Victoria Beckham would do about it. Amber, read the
1: room. <laughs> Honestly, no. Amber, please read the room.
2: <laughs>
0: Sabrina, any this backwards?
2: See what I did there?
1: Good evening, everyone, or morning, or afternoon. I don't know what time you're listening to this. Probably
0: 3 a.m. If they
1: listen when we post it.
2: <laughs> the real to- fans.
1: At 7 a.m. while I'm working on the truck at work, so they're valid. So, welcome back for week three. I do have some...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tunes. Okay! It's <laughs> a I was like, I just started playing music and I going
1: not have that song downloaded into my phone, so I don't know what's up with that. Anyways, today we will be discussing... House of Agendas and House of Keys. So as some of you have hopefully heard and listened, we dropped a very special episode earlier this week with a very special guest. And we are actually filming this episode like an hour after we talked to him. So we're all a little... Oh my
0: god.
2: Yeah, we're just kind of glowing right now and dying. Are we real humans right now? I don't know. We just spoke to Brad. He was so great. He was so sweet. We had so much fun.
1: <laughs> I cr- cried a little, like was legit tearing up. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. This doesn't feel real. And yeah,
0: you know what's life right now?
1: <laughs> the entire experience was like ten out of ten. Really, really, really like cannot wait
2: to do it again. So nice. Yeah, it, I'm hoping this isn't the last time we get to talk to him. But uh, we hope you guys enjoyed that because we definitely enjoyed making it, and we're really excited that we got to do it.
1: And other exciting news, we hit 100 followers on Instagram, so thank you so much for all of your love and support.
0: Woohoo! Ew.
2: Yeah, I mean, we've barely been doing this for a month now, and the fact that we have this many Instagram followers, and, like, we got Brad on, I'm just so thankful for everyone's support, because we couldn't really do this without you guys.
0: The most surreal experience that's like... Ever happened? We are just like, oh, let's start a podcast. We're bored during quarantine. We're watching House of And suddenly we got all these followers. Brad is on our podcast talking to us. Like, I don't know what's happening. When they said 2020 was wild, it's usually in a bad way, but this is a pretty good 2020 wild.
2: Yeah, definitely the highlight of my 2020 so far. 100%. <laughs> so
0: the episode,
1: as always, opens with the iconic intro which will always be a bop and also do they update the cast images for season 2 and season 3 or is it the same like yeah. photos because I think I
2: gonna, they do for season 2
1: I was gonna, they definitely do I was going to say Jade Ramsey does not look like Jade Ramsey in her season 1-1 one, one, and I'm like please tell me they changed this because it's not a look they
0: definitely changed their
1: pictures okay good I
0: don't know if between season 2 and season 3 but I think they did because um they added cast members and stuff.
2: that's true
1: well, maybe they did it for season two, but not for season—not fully for season three. I don't know. I'm not going to go I'm watch not- the intros to find okay. out now.
2: Stay tuned no, in like really six months when we get to season two.
1: <laughs> I was really going to go check.
2: <laughs>
1: so the episode itself then opens with Pr- Patricia being upset that Victor is doing a bag check because as you will hopefully remember from last week, she has Joy's file hidden in her backpack or her messenger bag. Why do none of them have backpacks? They all have, like, the bags. Is that a UK thing?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. I never even, like, thought thought about that.
0: Do you use backpacks, or do you use messenger bags at all times? (laughs) I like how I'm already going off on a tangent. I'm on (laughs) point number two. I also wrote the note,
1: very dramatic, about Patricia being upset that Victor had her bag.
0: She's, like complaining to Mara in, like, the world's most dramatic speech. (laughs) So,
1: Mara wants Patricia to lie if they find the file, and Patricia is like, no, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna confront them. They know something I deserve to know. They're gonna tell me. And she's, like, very determined. And also, like, Mara supporting lying is a choice, because we know Mara cannot lie.
2: I think she's like, if other people want to lie, go for it. But, like, don't make me lie, because I'm gonna start talking about hedgehogs.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I too would probably talk oh about God. hedgehogs in a pinch Do that. so we cut to downstairs where Jerome well Mick is practicing soccer in the house like yeah. bro, you're gonna wake a, break a
0: window Can you or clock see or numbers? something like why are you kicking a ball in the house <laughs> why is Trudy allowing this I'm surprised Victor's allowing this so
1: Jerome then asked Mick how things are going with Amber because Jerome is currently trying to help Elfie steal Mick's girl. <laughs> i it like that. I am On a your mess, way. lady.
0: On my way to steal your girl.
1: <laughs> also, I wrote a note that said, why does Jerome sound like someone's manipulative stepdad in this scene? And no, I will not explain what I mean by that.
0: He is being very manipulative. He's like, Mick, how are things with Amber? And Mick's like, I'm mad that he kissed Alfie. And Jerome's like, oh, yeah, she's in love with Alfie. I just heard that today.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's really just, like, setting the whole thing up. Uh, It's so hard to watch.
0: (laughs) Poor (laughs) Mick. So Jerome was asking Mick about Amber, and I was like, ooh, Jamber. But then Jerome just started being chaotic.
1: Season one, Jamber does hit differently. It does. It truly does. Okay, so Jerome is trying to stir up drama between Mick and Amber, and he does say that Amber has a thing for Alfie, and then Amber comes in, and Mick gets upset with her, and Amber states, wait a minute, I'm the mad one, because Amber think- thinks Mick stood her up on a date, but it was just a setup by Jerome!
2: <sighs> uh, Jerome is just like, he, he is. he's this character that for some reason, like, we all love, but then when you break down all of his actions, it's like, he's he hasn't done a single good thing yet. Like, we're on episode three, and he's just like, who can I, like, whose lives can I mess up today? Like, today it's Mick, you know, last week it was Alfie, it's, it's just so chaotic, like, it's fun, but it's, like, sir, what are you doing?
0: Jerome is the type of person that if you had to deal with him in real life, you would be done with his bullshit, but because we're watching him on a TV show, we find his bullshit to be, like, entertaining
2: true for sure it's time for our weekly tangent what kind of nonsense will it be today it's the tangent of the week
1: jerome is a scorpio lady <laughs> <Is he? laughs> Why do i keep going ladies i was trying to sort the characters into ho- the houses um to astrology signs the ones that we didn't have canon birth dates for and i was like jerome is a scorpio i know this in my soul
0: chaotic energy
1: we also have a canon birthday for Patricia, but my brain always forgets when it we did. get to season three to look at it and mentally remember it. But you know,
0: it do be in season three. I like how I just like to talk. Is about it in her before.
2: file or something? Yeah. Is that how? Yes, uh-huh. it's
0: in her file. Oh, I like when did Patricia. Yeah, no, we have a birthday <laughs> party. <laughs> okay,
1: but well, we Amber know that. Did? I think Amber's got to be a Virgo if her birthday's toward the beginning of the school. Yeah, yeah. oh, so, like, true.
0: Virgo, right? Oh, uh, I. Is anyone so, a Sagittarius? Because me and Brenner are both Sagittarius. I want to say Patricia's a Sagittarius.
1: I want to say her birthday yeah, was December. Patricia. but I don't remember right now. It was either August or September, because I think it was 12-8. That's what was written. Or no, it was eight twelve. That'd be. So we thought it was August twelfth, but because it's like the UK,
2: I mean, December eighth. Yeah,
0: yeah, I Patricia think has Sagittarius energy. I'm not gonna. I'll disagree.
2: take it because that means her birthday <laughs> is like four days after mine, so that's cool. We can be birthday buddies. I'm okay, here for I it. I can't wait for someone
0: to tweet us and be like, "Girls, you were wrong." <laughs> Me specifically. <laughs> that you're gonna say we're wrong for saying she has Paris energy, or they're gonna say we're wrong yeah. for saying her birthday is in December.
1: <laughs> I think they're gonna say that's wrong. I tried to look it up one day when we were doing, when I was first doing the rewatch and going down my spiral, but then I just can't remember these
0: things. I completely forgot. I can Google it, but I don't know if I'm going to yeah, get it. Yeah, you know what? Here. Just, guys,
2: uh, DM oh, us on Instagram if you know Patricia's birthday.
0: <laughs> Let us know. We've and gone on so a tangent already. Tangent, Patricia and Piper Sagittarius's Sagittarius, and I feel that in my soul. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I approve.
0: So Patricia
1: it's like, confused, thinking, oh, she got away with it. And then she goes into her bag, and surprise, the file is gone. Laura, I like how you wrote down she should have written this down.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, I missed my comment that Mara was wearing a cute outfit, but that's fine. Mara was wearing a cute outfit when she was in the living room. <laughs> They're still in the living room. You're fine. Okay, Mara's dress is cute here. Also, yeah, Patricia should have written Joy's phone number down or put it into her cell phone or something. That would have been smart. Or taking a picture of it uh, yeah, like girl,
2: <laughs> I'm also really enjoying that, like because Patricia's not in Sabuna yet, she's just telling all of her like problems to Mara. So it's like this is the closest Mara kind of gets to be involved with the mystery and with Sabuna until touchstone raw and like, I'm really here for it. Mara writes like this is this is some good stuff really, here, I'm even gonna... though it's like we're not even to like the deep stuff yet. Mara
1: and Patricia are talking about the file and if Victor found it or not, and all of a sudden, Amber starts going off about her and Mick, and then goes, what would Victoria Beckham do? And I think <laughs> about that quote a lot still in the year 2020.
2: Me too. Iconic.
0: Amber really starts saying some like, shit that was completely irrelevant to Patricia and Joy's conversation. They're like, oh my god, Joy is missing. We're so worried about her. We think the teachers have something to do it- with it. And Amber's like, you know what? I'm relationship drama right now and i don't know what victoria beckham would do about it amber read the
1: room (laughs) honestly no amber please read the room (laughs) okay so once again we go upstairs and we see victor lighting yet another fire in his office because apparently this house doesn't have smoke alarms except for actually i think it does maybe just victor's office They must have installed them because Victor kept playing fires in his house.
2: <laughs> Victor probably, like, uninstalled them just so he could burn all of Joy's shit. And then, like...
1: Victor killing the fire alarms just to start a fire and then turning the back on later. Um, so Victor's burning Joy's file. We cut to the next morning. Baby and Anina are being, like, cute. And in the background of the scene, you can see Patricia helping Trudy with the dishes and just giving Nina the dirtiest look and- hits me in my, like, funny bone every time I see it. And then we get the, I think, I don't know why this quote also sticks out to me, but Patricia asks Fabian when did he become Nina's friend instead of hers? And Fabian replies with, since you became such a witch, Patricia, oh God, I do know what Fabian really wants to say here. Let him say it. Patricia
0: a witch on multiple occasions.
2: <laughs> like, he really just wants to let it out, but he's holding it in. He's too good.
0: Let Fabian say bitch 2020! Really, truly. Oh, Patricia's hair streaks are really, really bad. Like, they're not properly attached to her head. They're so awful. Her hair is, like, kind of curly, and her hair streaks are straight, and they're not properly attached to her head, and they look bad.
2: She's trying her best.
0: (laughs) So awful. I mean, I guess the hair and makeup department wanted it to look realistic, like, what a teenager's... If they try to put hair streaks in their hair would look like instead of making them look good.
2: That's true. It's very on brand.
0: Patricia, it's called hair dye. Yeah, Patricia, like what are these really bad clip in blue hair extensions? <laughs> Let me know. They rotate colors
1: too in like different places and I'm like, oh
0: okay. That's There's why a whole collection. Like, Patricia like doesn't want to dye her hair because she's not committed to one color hair streak. Some days she wants them to be blue, some days she wants them to be like purple. <laughs>
1: I think they're blue, red and purple if I remember correctly.
2: Yeah. So then again with this scene too, for some reason every time Fabian and Nina do something cute, I'm like, "Oh wow, they are cute. I forgot." Like, and I just continue to be surprised for some reason. And then like Patricia's whole comment about like, "When did you become her friend instead of mine?" just has me thinking about like what Patricia and Fabian's friendship was before season one and like even like if there was like a Patricia Fabian joy dynamic that we kind of get a hint of in the first season I don't know I just have so many questions because they don't seem that close during the show besides like Sabuna stuff so I just really wonder what their friendship was like before all this
1: I kind of wonder if like so Patricia seems closest to like close to Elfie but Elfie's best friend is Jerome but like Patricia says hers is joy and the one thing is like their pre show dynamics get so confusing because like do I get the vibe that Patricia like was with like Joy constantly, and then like kind of hung out with Fabian because Joy was like obsessed with him? Yeah.
0: Oh, I could see that. that. Was, like
1: the extent of their friendship, or is it also like Patricia's upset, and because they've been like living together for several years, she's like, "Well, you should like me more. You've known me longer." Is that more what she meant versus, "Oh,
0: we're actually friends"? Or I feel like also true. she. I feel like like she did kind of mostly hang out with him because Joy was like into him and like she was really close with Joy so the three of them would like hang out but I still think she probably thinks that because like they would hang out and stuff and that they had known each other for a long time that Fabian should be like loyal to her and not loyal to like the new girl and she's probably still kind of upset with about the Joy thing because I feel like she thinks that like Nina still kind of has something to do with the Joy situation and I feel like maybe she sees that as like a betrayal of Joy who Fabian was close with.
2: Oh yeah like so it's not only I'm upset that Nina may have something to do with Joy but also like this is kind of the beginning of Nina almost replacing Joy and like if mm-hmm. Patricia's being a supportive friend knowing that Joy's, Joy likes Fabian and then here like this new girl shows up and- they're flirting and yeah, I could see her being defensive.
1: So then Nina pipes in with, he can be both our friends and Patricia reminds her not likely. (laughs) So Nina and Fabian leave the room and then Patricia turns to Trudy and asks her if she found Joy's sudden departure suspicious. Trudy does mention that she had never met joy's parents and was a hundred percent sure who the man was who came to clear your out joy's room. And Trudy mentioned something about how Joyce was always a walking soap opera, and I, like, just want to
0: know what Trudy meant by that. Joyce is very dramatic. Yeah, I mean, we see how dramatic she can
2: be in season two, so I just, like, I wonder what else she got up to before season one.
0: Joyce is consistently being, like, dramatic. So like we did she and Patricia
1: like run away for funsies because you know Patricia <laughs> yes! said, like, for fun it's like yes! joy to in soap opera. So like are my girls okay? Like what are they doing?
0: <laughs> Patricia, um, <you> ever, like <laughs>
2: yeah, they just really like give us. I, maybe I just haven't paid attention to these because like some so there's so many of these like little lines where they're just like they sneak them in there and they they're so loaded these lines like what do they mean? And we keep finding more and more of them.
1: Patricia I think was... we need to just, like, make a master threat of them one day, just to be like, <laughs> yes. how do we unlock this tragic backstory that they all seem to
0: have? <laughs> yeah. Like, Patricia and Joy were just being dramatic for, like, their own personal amusement. They were like, we're gonna run away, because why not? I don't know. Trudy? I also made a note, which is kind of irrelevant to the plot, but... When Patricia starts talking to Trudy, Trudy's like, well, Alfie ate all the half rounds, so you can't have any, but I'll make you a Trudy pancake surprise. And what is that? And why do I kind of want one? I want pancakes, though. I get
2: the vibe. That sounds like it would be really good drunk food, and I kind of want one.
0: Can, yeah, can Trudy make any drunk food?
2: <laughs> Maybe we can... Can we invent the Trudy pancake surprise?
0: Yes. Next time we do the drinking game, we'll just make pancakes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I an IHOP. I live behind an IHOP.
2: Oh, I'm, you should just call Got them one. up and be like, can you make me the Trudy pancake surprise and just see what they give you?
0: I'd be like, girl, you are drunk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just call and ask for a pancake surprise and see what happens. <laughs> the nearest IHOP to me is like an hour away, and I haven't been since like in a year.
2: I think there's a waffle house near me, so they could probably whip something up.
0: No, I've never been to a waffle house.
2: I actually haven't either, which I feel like is a crime because I've lived in Florida for almost three years now, but maybe if they will make Trudy's pancake surprise, I'll go.
1: <laughs> Petition for someone to add Trudy's pancake surprise to their menu. Oh my god. Amazing. There's like a little diner by my house that kind of newish. Could just like roll up there one day and be like, Trudy's Pancake Surprise. Yes. Do girl- you have it?
0: We could start a House of Anubis themed restaurant. We got Trudy's pancakes and Eddie's really weird hoagies and a uh, mixed fruit bowl. Mixed, fruit bowl. <laughs> it's just mixed fruit bowl, but it's literally just different fruits. <laughs> Eddie also had
1: pancakes in season two, so like we're gonna have two kinds of pancakes apparently.
0: Eddie pancakes and Trudy pancakes.
1: So we cut to school. Mr. Winkler is asking the history students if they've given any more thought to their history projects, to which. Mick mentions he's going to do a project on a Gladiators with a live demo, and he wants to
2: fight Elfie.
0: Yeah, he blatantly threatened Alfie in class.
2: He was being so aggressive, I was like, calm down, sir. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you're trying to steal my girlfriend! About to beat you up in my school, Vranja. Okay, but I, like,
1: low-key noticed when I was re-watching this episode that, like, Mick, like, kind of has some anger
2: issues. Yeah, Mick, are you okay? I don't know if he's Okay. <laughs> He probably <laughs> has a tragic backstory too. Like he's probably has his parents have high expectations of him. They want him to be a doctor. He doesn't want to be a doctor.
1: <laughs> Can you just imagine Mick as a doctor? Though?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I love him, but no.
0: Like, oh, this isn't even that funny. <laughs> just they just Like for as a doctor, just being like, yeah. So like, did you guys see that sports game last night? Yeah. Talks about sports for like 45 minutes he could be a physical therapist <laughs> what
2: yeah he could do like sports medicine or something
1: so nina and fabian then mentioned that they're going to do their school project on egyptian mythology and i made a note that they mentioned that it was like cool and fascinating that the house they live in was is named anubis which is after an egyptian god which is hindsight is funny because in season three they introduced three other houses all named after Egyptian gods, so like y'all ain't special. Like I don't
0: know yeah, in- cool. about Egypt.
1: They are talking more about like how fascinating ancient Egypt is. Uh, Jason Winkler mentions like how they were like obsessed with potentially living forever, which like that's good, good foreshadowing though. And then Amber mentions that she doesn't want to live forever because imagine all the wrinkles she would get, which is. Which is also... There's so much foreshadowing in this, like, scene. I don't know if the Amber one was intentional or not, but, like, it's gold star. Yeah. I don't think that Probably not intentional,
2: intentional but I still appreciate it.
1: So, class gets out, and Alfie asks Amber if he can carry her books. She turns him down, and then Jerome shows up to make fun of him, because that's, like, all your game, Alfie. Like, what is that that's weak? Get more game.
2: Which, like, who's Jerome to talk to? Like, he's not, he doesn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> Why is he?
0: <laughs> Leave Albie alone. Jerome
1: really does carry this, like, I'm a womanizer and all the ladies want me energy in season one. And we're like, well, Jerome tends to get like two whole seasons to get a girlfriend. And we know how that plays out.
0: I mean, then Jerome in season three, literally. I
2: guess he is a womanizer by season season.
0: Jerome finally (laughs) grew
1: into his game. Patricia asks Mara to cover for her, and this must be lunchtime, because Patricia's asking Mara to make, Nina goes to see Sarah and wants to ask her about the girl in the locket, who is the same girl they saw in the photo up in the attic. Sarah freaks out when she sees Fabian standing in the doorway. I made a note, um, what's the, like, why is Sarah freaking out? There was, I think, don't know if it was only in season one or if the theory popped up again in season two, about Fabian and Victor being related because we like don't meet Fabian's parents whatsoever.
2: Yeah, I don't think I had ever heard that one, but I'm very intrigued. When I read your notes, I was like, "Ooh, that's fun." Um, I always just assumed she freaked out because she wanted the locket to be like a secret between like just Nina and her, but I love the idea that Fabian is somehow related to Victor. And that's why she freaked out.
1: Just call me the queen of really, really crazy family theories, as seen by some of my other theories that I've tweeted.
2: I live for them, though, so, like, keep it up.
1: The scene cuts over to Patricia, who is at a police station. She wants to file a missing person's report on Joy. Then it cuts back to school, and I don't really know what's going on here. I don't know if it's gym class. The boys are playing sports, and the girls are, like, watching, but they're all still in uniform, and
0: what are they doing? Like, they're like, you know, they're having a really long break, maybe? Because Patricia went all the way to a police station. But, like,
1: there's a clip where Mick asks Gary, whoever Gary is, to be put in. So I genuinely don't know what's <laughs> happening here. Because <laughs> Amber <Gary's, no. laughs> and Mara Lee, not the <laughs> magazines. There are some other girls on the field that are also just like hanging out. And then, like, the boys are like legitimately <laughs> trying to play sports.
2: I have no idea. It's, you know, because this never happens again either, but my guess is it's still, like, a lunch break or, like, a gap in the day. I don't know. I don't understand British boarding school.
0: I don't think the Brits would I mean, understand some, this either. Sometimes in Wolfblood, they randomly play sports in their school uniforms, too. Does that help? <laughs> I so, the sweat, though, y'all. Yeah, ew, but, like, maybe British people just sometimes randomly feel like playing sports in the middle of the school day, and they just play sports in their school uniforms which i feel like would be uncomfortable because like those shoes
1: elfie wears tennis shoes a lot Mm -hmm. that was a random side note (laughs) i looked at a lot of pictures of a lot of people's outfits for the past few weeks guys
0: you know yeah mara wall like her and amber are talking are like you and mick should talk to each other Wow, why is Mara the only freaking intellectual person here that says that they should communicate with each other instead of just being dramatic and petty? I said Mick and Amber can't communicate. S-
1: same with, like, literally every other couple on the show, though.
2: Yeah, I, didn't, I don't really realize yeah. until now that Mick and Amber really kind of set the scene for all the other couples in the way that they are together. They're fine. They break up for a stupid reason. They refuse to <laughs> communicate. They get back together. They break up again. It's, you know, they just really set the stage for everyone else.
0: Nick and Amber were the blueprint of House of Anubis. I said it once, and I'll say it again. <laughs> and then they both call boys dumb.
2: Yeah, the quote Which is, is we- like, who can get inside the brain of a boy? No one. They're not big enough. <laughs> like, oh, <ugh>, iconic.
1: <laughs> I really felt that. I felt that too. irony in the whole Mara telling Amber she should communicate with Mick, though.
2: Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. That's like also low key foreshadowing. <laughs>
0: have you ever communicated with Mick in your life? <laughs> they
2: do in the beginning and then he goes away and then it's bad. Yeah. I'm not ready to cry about that yet.
1: I already mentioned Mick asking Gary to be put in, so Mick is now in whatever they're doing, if it's a gym class, if they're just playing sports on a break. Um, Mick purposefully shoves Elfie down to the ground. Because he's mad, because he thinks Elfie is trying to steal Amber away from him. And then Amber goes to comfort Elfie. We cut back to the police station with Patricia. The officer not wanting to originally agree to file a missing persons report or even look into it. Because the entire situation is a little weird and confusing. However, Patricia is extremely upset and the officer does agree to look into it. We cut back to Nina and Fabian. And Fabian says Nina has pretty eyes. And they are now trying to figure out how Sarah so cute. is related to the house. <sighs> Honestly, season one Fabina does slap. Like,
2: they do. They're really getting to me. Like, the
1: same scenes that made me hype when I first watched this still make me hype now and then I just have to remember like how dirty they get done and then I'm like ehhh.
2: I know. I feel that.
0: Why couldn't they just have stayed good and pure? drama as per usual they had to break them up and you know make them get back together and have drama because that's what every relationship storyline on this show is honestly
1: it's so unnecessary like you can have ship drama without breaking them up plus no one ever grows yeah, like, from their breaking they're up dying. they dying to stay the same they don't develop at all they don't
0: Yeah, they're not like, oh, we broke up. Maybe we should learn how to communicate better in our relationship, and then when we get back together, we'll be better at communicating. They're just like, we broke up, we still communicate, then we just got back together for no reason.
1: We love it.
2: Where is the lie?
1: We love it here. We cut back to the office Patricia was talking to. We find he is now (laughs) on the phone with Victor. He wants to know what to do, if he should pretend to look into it, or if Victor will handle the situation. And I don't know why I decided when I went back to watch this. This entire mess with Patricia being, like, obsessed with Joyce's appearance could entirely have been avoided if they just, like, suspended Patricia or expelled Patricia. I'm sure they could have found
0: a reason. They could have been like, your hair (laughs) streaks are against dress code and you really wear short skirts all the time against dress code.
2: Yeah, like, there's only a dress code when it's convenient.
0: Or, like, she broke into a locker she's We're constantly coming out the features.
2: drilled a hole in this girl's bathroom
1: where, did she, where would she have even gotten a drill from stole a drill from Victor like <laughs> <laughs> they could have found a reason or at least like maybe like temporarily suspended her just because I guess they needed her for the plot in season 3 or whatever but fine
0: she locked Nina in the attic
2: yeah I mean she's really lucky that she's still here they could have if they wanted her out they could have gotten her out they- not that I want her out, but...
0: Yeah. They could have got a reason to get rid of her at least for a little bit So she, like, calmed down about Joy. Sent her...
1: suspended her for, like, two weeks. Something. Um, so then we cut back to the house. Amber is taking care of an injured Elfie. I believe it's breakfast time. I don't know why that's its own little note. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, I just... The only thing I can really remember from the scene is Nick walks in takes the bowl of fruit and then
0: leaves.
2: Because he's so angry. Like, he can't even be in the same room.
0: whole bowl so of fruit. <laughs> Not even, like, some of the fruit. just The entire bowl.
2: Wait, and then what's the jamber in this scene? Laura, you wrote jamber again.
0: And Amber, I guess, like, she said something to Jerome when Alfie was, like, being all dramatic and stuff. Amber, like, makes some comment to Jerome, I forget, but they're kind of, like, bickering a little bit
2: back and forth we love it yeah really i put that like mick x the fruit bowl and jamber is just really peak season one content so this scene's really great also they're not wearing their ties again or like they're half on these kids
1: why don't they just take their ties to breakfast with them like wear them around their neck they don't have to tie them so we see nina and fabian are using his phone to unlock the hieroglyphics because he, he used the brain cell. He took a picture of the hieroglyphics on his cell
2: phone. Amazing.
0: Wow. Nina says something here about how this is like Indiana Jones. I haven't seen Indiana Jones. I don't know if that's what they do in that movie. But
2: I think because they're just like you know, uncovering clues. I was just <laughs> proud of her for not making another Harry Potter reference. So.
0: Wow. She knows another movie. <laughs>
1: Okay, so then Nina and Fabian um, start bickering about Mick and Amber because when they ran into Amber, thought she was going to meet Mick on their dates when really it was all a trick from Jerome and it was actually Elfie. And then you can see Nina and Fabian start to realize that, like, something's not right and something's fishy. Yeah. And, like, there was a setup here somehow because... Yeah, because...
0: Because Fabian, I guess, has been hearing like Mick's side of the story, and Nina has been hearing Amber's side of the story. So, like, what they're like bickering at each other about who's right, and they realize that their like information is like not the same information, and that Mick knows nothing about this laundry room date, but Amber thought it was Mick, and then that Mick thinks that Amber's like in love with Alfie. I just not made the stuff. note
1: that Fabian didn't believe something. I think it was about. Mick and Mick's the, it was about the laundry date. And then Nina goes, Yeah, I had to watch Amber try in 40 outfits. And Mick was like, Yeah, no way. And Nina's like, Yeah, 40 outfits. Like, honey, that's not what he meant. That's not <laughs> what he was weighing. <laughs> but all you see is those pink poofy dresses that Amber wanted to try. And your brain just <laughs> shorts out. Um, we see The officer Patricia spoke with earlier is calling her, and he says he spoke with Joy's family, that she's okay, all's well that ends well. Patricia asked the officer for Joy's home phone number, and the officer refuses, which, like, realistically, that's, like, a breach of privacy. Like, that's personal information he does not have the right to pass out to people. I also made the note that the officer is calling Patricia from a cell phone and not, like, a desk phone, which is just Funny to me and I don't know
2: why. I wonder if it was on purpose because like he's doing something sketchy so he can't be on it. Like the work phone could be traceable. So he's using a cell phone. I don't know.
1: It's a burner phone. Victor bought it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we cut back to the school day. Fab we see Fabian is confronting Jerome about spreading rumors about what's going on between Amber and Elfie, and he threatens to basically you tell Mr. Sweet that Jerome has been selling his old homework to the younger students.
0: Jerome's homework that good? Like great quality homework that he could even be selling it? Like
1: Is it even Jerome's homework or did Jerome steal it off someone smarter?
0: He must be stealing it off someone smarter. That would make I more Jerome sense.
1: Also Laura, you made the note about Fabian defending his BFF Mick, which I don't know why oh, it makes yeah. me happy, but it does.
0: <laughs> Fabian is, like, really mad that Jerome's trying to mess with Mick, because Mick and Fabian are, like, best friends. He's mad man. I don't know if we've ever seen Fabian this mad ever in this show, besides for right now. <laughs>
1: He's really mad in season three. In season three. <laughs> really
0: mad in season three. I mean when he's a sinner, and also when Nina really, Nina does really it
2: does when movies. yeah, when he thinks Eddie and Nina had a summer romance, that's a great scene. Okay.
0: <laughs> Nina did him dirty, Nina really she really did <laughs> so until he gets his heart broken by his girlfriend Mick, not Mick, baby <laughs> never gets as mad as when Jerome's like messing with Mick.
1: Someone's gotta protect Mick since the writers don't. Honestly. Fabian makes Jerome tell Mick about how he lied about what was going on between Elfie and Amber. And then we see Mick apologize to Amber. And he gives her a gift. He gives her a seashell, which he says he had to dive to get. And Amber is so excited because she thinks it means that Mick almost died to get it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: you almost died for me, and Mick was like, okay.
2: It's so funny, like, I love their <laughs> dynamic together because they're just both so dumb, so it's so fun to watch, but they're really cute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so
0: such a good
1: scene. They're doing their best, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Nina asks Fabian if he wants to help her later that night to pry up floorboards. She mentioned she, mentioned, mentions she brought in her bike tools, and I'm like, why does she have bike tools? You don't have a bike, (laughs) ma'am!
0: So, like, maybe she has a secret bike.
1: How did she even get the bike to the UK? Did she just, like, go buy one? Was that, like, one of the first things she did? After settling into the school, like, I'm gonna go buy a bike?
2: It makes no sense. But also, in this scene, it's, like, it kind of, like, pans forward, so before we see Nina and Fabian, we see Jerome and Alfie just, like, having a pillow fight on the couch, like... Jelfy, anyone? But they—it's not acknowledged. It just really kind of like that. sets the scene up. It's like, oh, there's Jerome and Alfie having a pillow fight. We're just going to push past them real quick and let's talk to Nina uh, and Fabian now. And it's just—I have no idea. Ooh, I couldn't unsee Nina? it.
1: I think Alfie was mad at Jerome because give the whole mess with Amber, and I think he was just beating Jerome up with a pillow. <laughs> 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 uh. So we know it's dinner time and Patricia gets is on her computer in the living room in which she discovers an email from Joy, which she reads and then will find suspicious because it had no text speak and there was no smiley face.
0: The <laughs> Joy is that bitch that like uses a hundred emojis apparently.
1: Joy only communicates with emojis. I can see it. <laughs> Um, the house tried oh, and she also finds it weird that it came from a different email. Mara tries to explain to her that she might have not be using text speak because she's writing an email versus like texting her. And Fabian mentions that she might have a new email because she left the school. Patricia decides to go with it. And okay, it's real. Um, and she apologizes to Nina, which is very big. Big deal. That was a big deal. Surprising. Patricia admitted she was wrong.
0: Wow. Iconic. Never been done before. the (laughs) concept. Honestly. And then there were, like, cute random moments while she was doing this. Like, when Patricia starts reading the email, Alfie's doing this little, like, impersonation. And he's like, oh, hi, Patricia. It's Joy. Blah, blah, blah. And I thought it was cute. And then when uh, Patricia said that Joy was typing in real sentences and not... Like texting Jerome's like Joyce learned to spell at last.
1: And To which I responded <laughs> to that note with the word Jeroy. Wow. Man, we are really
2: getting like every ship in this episode. What ship do we not get?
1: Um, I am involving my boy, but you know, fine. Who can be like that?
2: Soon we'll be we'll be to Eddie soon.
1: I miss him so much. Wow. Okay, sorry. Make it Amber. Come enter the dining room where everyone is gathering for dinner and they announce that they are getting back together and that they're going to be throwing a party.
0: (laughs) Why did none of the other couples get a party when they got back together after their drama? Excuse me. Okay, but would any of the other couples? No, Megan Amber, like, peak extra couple, and I love them (laughs) for Yeah, They're so cute. I feel like Amber would
1: try (laughs) to convince Elfie to have a getting back together party and he's just like, no no
2: yeah (laughs) and they're so cute too like when they're like we're getting back together and Mick does this like little excited bounce like he's like oh yeah I don't know it was just they're funny
1: (laughs) then we cut to Amber upstairs back getting ready for bed in the room she shares with Mara and she's so excited because Mick got her that amazing seashell well, and she mentions as if I would ever fancy Elfie or Mick fancy you. Well, That's we love foreshadowing. Foreshadowing in this episode hits hard.
2: It really does.
1: <laughs> so it is late at night, and we see Nina and Fabian sneaking out of their rooms to go try to pry up a floorboard. Um, they manage to get the board pried up, and they find a little key, in which they just which they accidentally wake up victor and are almost caught but like does this confirm victor sleeps in his office because when it pans up the stairs he's like asleep at his desk which he also does in season two so does like he just sleeps sitting up on his desk all night
2: i really think he does because when uh, episode one happens and nina's getting the tour of the house he's like that's my room don't go in there like he calls it his room
1: victor would you be less cranky if we got you a bed Maybe. Or just, like, a a Murphy bed. Install a Murphy bed in there, Victor. Come on. That's
2: all he needs. That'd be great.
1: Victor goes downstairs to investigate what happened. And he slips on the floorboard the Nina and Fabian pried up.
2: Yeah, so he, like, really twists his ankle. And I don't know. I felt that. Maybe because I... I've rolled my ankle so many times I like can't watch when that happens. I just like feel it. I'm just like, oh god, no.
1: I added the note that I fell down my stairs in March and I broke my toe. So like, Victor! Go to the doctor! Go to urgent care! Don't walk it off! Don't pull a me! I did not walk two miles after breaking my toe. and then go Oh to no. The
2: no. <laughs> not at all.
1: Not me! No! <laughs>
2: That does not sound fun.
1: So Victor is back upstairs. He's trying to tape up his ankle, in which Trudy comes in and tries to help him with the first aid kit. Victor is trying to find a key, but he goes to the spare key box, which is when he notices, dun dun dun, the spare attic key is gone, and the episode ends.
0: Oh no!
2: Dun dun. That's not like the biggest cliffhanger. That was kind of like a weak cliffhanger. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> you know, honestly, at one point I looked at the time we were recording it. And I was like, we're like half almost done with the episode. And we've only been recording for 20 minutes. This isn't a very big episode. Which is fine. It's just, you know, quiet.
2: Quiet for plot. Time. But we got lots of ship moments. So that's all that matters. We, you know, the no, ships.
1: Remember, honestly, though, You're right.
2: Speaking of ships.
1: Are we picking our ship of the week?
2: I think so. I think it's time. Oh, yeah.
1: So, (laughs) I think we gotta go with Jamber because they're just iconic, show stopping, (laughs) never been done before.
2: I just love them.
1: I wanna know if they had like a thing before she got together with Mick because
0: it seems like they could have had a thing. Like, they have like a weird, like, Sexual tension, they do.
2: No, you're right. They do.
1: <laughs> I also Maybe. At, like, I think the only girl he doesn't have like a weirdish, like cuddly moment with. I... Well,
2: you, like, she, she, she literally sits of... on him at that one part. So, oh, wait, <laughs> it's season exactly. two. No, him,
1: really? Maybe that's what I used in my Jerome Womanizer video. I could not oh, remember her. She sat on him and then with like, can I just
0: sit on my friend's lap? <laughs> uh-huh
2: they're just i don't know they're i they're i'm blanking on the word their chemistry even as friends there's just i don't know there's something there and then
1: we have a second ship of the week and it is mick and fabian who like realistically the superior fabian ship
2: Uh, we love them fabian was like really going hard for his boy mick this episode we love to see it
1: i mean he deserves all the love and support that fabian gives him
2: he does. He's
0: about to fight Nina for Meg, so you know it's real. <laughs> <laughs> so we
1: are going to, moving out from that, we are going to pick who has the brain cell of the week. So, we were going to not include Mara because she's not in Sabuna, but since we are in episode 3 and Sabuna still hasn't kicked off, I think it might have to go from tomorrow just for calling boys dumb. Like, she, I agree.
0: boys <laughs> dumb and telling Mick and Amber that they needed to communicate with each other when they were having relationship problems, like wow, a I mean, concept. Like, the <laughs> but like,
1: if we had to pick someone from Sabuna, I think I, I just I Fabian, I think.
2: True, because he used That's his wrong. cell phone, I, and only that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like any character uses <laughs> instant brain cell of the week for using cell phone
1: for the mystery, anyways. So. In our cast news, Alex Sawyer released a new song this week called Loveless, which we listened to before we started recording, and let me tell you, it slaps hard, but also within the first 20 seconds, it made me think of Amphy, and that's all I could think about while <laughs> we continued to listen to the song. Like, just listen to the first yeah. 20 seconds, and you'll see what I mean
0: listen to his little like speaking intro thing that was like oh yeah i was trying to date this girl and she got back with her ex is that not in this episode let me know
2: yeah so very fitting and yeah if you didn't realize alex plays alfie so it's just it's an auntie song it it just is but in general it's a really good song you should go check it out it was really boppy it's fun
1: yeah I'm gonna have to listen to it like two more times when we're done recording just so I like can fully grasp it other than cause it was literally I was like oh Amphi, and that was it
0: I was vibing I was Me jamming too. in
1: my car so like it's bop 10 out of 10 go listen to it so I think we didn't have any hot takes relevant to this week's episode so I think we wanted to play a game this week
2: yeah let's do it who wants to do some ship it or rip it
1: not me, never me. Nose goes, ladies.
2: I hate shipping people on this show.
1: I don't I don't ship anyone on the show, no.
0: As we were not just saying, like, Mick and, uh, Mick and Fabian and Jambra.
1: <laughs> we went for the crack ship this week too late. too. Oh. like, we went.
2: Alright, well, we're gonna get, let's see what kind of crack ships we pull out today. So let's get my first one. Alright, Nina Martin is our first person. And Mick Campbell. Oh, we got that last time. Hold on. I'm going to do a okay. different one. We're putting Mick back. How did I get that twice? Okay. We can't talk about that again. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. This is going to make you mad, Emily. But we got Nina Martin and Eddie Miller. I ship so hard. I love Nettie so Summer much.
0: Playing. Summer playing. playing between season two and season three.
2: Uh, like there's oh my yeah i just think like if nina came back for season three i think there totally would have been some like tension between them because of, like the Osirian and chosen one thing i know a lot of people think it would have been more brother or sister like i don't know i think there would have been romantic tension or at least sexual tension there's really good fan fiction i read about it recently and i just like I can't stop thinking about it. Anyway.
0: I watched Brenna's
1: video I don't, of
0: them. I, enjoyed it. I
1: don't ship them for what we saw of them in the show. However, I do think that had we actually gotten some form of content for them in season three, because I do agree that we probably would have gotten more romantic tension just because of how much the writers like to fuck with their ships. True. How the writers like to mess with the ships. I do think the, like, fabina patty endgame still would have been the endgame but i definitely think we would have gotten some definitely uncomfortable not uncomfortable but like we would have gotten some drama with the fabian nina eddie patricia like love thing that really wasn't a love thing but i think i could have shipped it but i'm gonna say no just for the context in which we were given you know
2: that's fair yeah i think i like, I've, I mean, obviously I ship it. I very much ship it, but I also don't ship it in an end game way. I think if we did get to yeah. have Nina in season three, I would have been really here for like the love triangle drama, but I would have wanted Nina and Fabian to end up together and obviously Patricia and Eddie to end up together. So because I, I see, I honestly I like, think I think in my head they have physical chemistry, but not like the emotional bond that they need to like yeah, be I a good relationship.
0: I
1: think the thing that would have happened is I think they would have gotten closer over the summer, and I think it would have like made Patricia and Fabian uncomfortable. And I don't think they really would necessarily realize that they have like a romanticish bond, but like everyone else is kind of like, what the hell is happening between you two? And they're like, no, our significant others. And I just think it would have been awkward and you know.
2: Yeah, for sure. But if anyone wants to read this fan fiction, I'm obsessed with. Uh, it really tackles the Nina Eddie uh, summer romance slash what would happen if they were together season three issue, and it's a really fun time. I didn't write it; someone else did. I just like stand it really hard.
1: Get someone to love you as much as she loves that pick.
0: <laughs>
2: I hope, like, if the author is listening, like. You're great. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll do another another ship now before I keep going on about them. Okay, Piper, ooh, get ready, Laura.
0: Yeah, Everyone, Piper.
2: Um Piper and Amber.
0: You know what? That interesting because they have the like weird love triangle thing with alfie
2: Wait, can you imagine if they're like alfie thinks they're gonna have to fight over him and they're like plot twist we actually are getting together and we don't want you
0: honestly (laughs) i'm gonna ship it you know how there's that i ship it you know how there's that like thing with the surprise this not the surprise like the distracted boyfriend meme and then the two girls in distracted boyfriend meme get together it's like that (sighs)
2: Yes, it is. <laughs> I ship okay. it.
0: I'm here for it. Why not?
2: Yeah. All right. That's a fun one.
1: I like that. I like them. They can stay.
2: They can stay. Uh, you wanna do one more? Everything. Okay. First, we have Alfie, who now needs uh, a new partner since we. You know, <laughs> just put his two first love interests together. I
0: guess it's all, low.
2: all right. Alfie and then Aaron Blakewood from Touchstone Raw.
1: Too young. I'm going to say the same thing I said about Cassie and Willow. I probably could have, but that age difference, though.
2: Yeah. No per- just like just going on personality. Maybe it could have been cute. Um, But yeah, yeah, the age difference problem is is a problem.
1: Like, that's how we just are like, mm-hmm, yep. We're like, and on
2: that oh, note, yeah, I think as long
0: as the age isn't weird,
2: <laughs> that's true, honestly.
0: <laughs> okay, well, <type laughs> <you>. Laura, this <laughs> oh, is the thanks. one
1: that played the college age student in Wolfblood, then later, like, that year, so, like, you know, yeah, yeah
0: she was an eighth grader in House of was then, like. A day later. I think it was a couple years later. I think because it was season four of Wolf Okay,
1: so it would have been like so a year be- after tour, right?
0: And, and um, Touchstone Abroad was what, 2013? So it would have been like three years later when she was playing college student, I think.
1: Yeah, sounds about right.
0: I don't know. Because it was season four of Liffler. It wasn't an early season of Liffler.
1: Oh my god, it started again. What is happening? My computer is haunted. Okay, so oh no. we do have a Google form for hot takes. If you guys would like to send them there, please do. We are tr- we would prefer you send them this way because we are trying to keep them organized. Last season, because we would like to keep the season one ones with the season one discussions, which is what we're currently in. So make sure you check out our Google form. We do have it on our Twitter, and I will try to get it posted on our Instagram sometime this week as well or it should hopefully already be there by the time this episode is heard follow us on social media Anubis Backwards Pod on Instagram Anubis Podcast on Twitter and email us at Anubis Backwards Pod at gmail.com we'll see you next week Sabuna
2: Sabuna, Hi, Sabuna. so much I wanted to say the way I see it is learning more like-